0: Look, I feel really sorry for people who've been scammed out of cash. I really do. But as sorry as I feel for them, I do not think that banks should have to force uh, should be forced to refund them. There is, there is quite a successful scam going around at the moment. You will have heard of this about a text purporting to come from BNZ. And so as a result of this, quite a few scam victims have spoken to the media in the last few days about how they fell into this trap. There was the guy who was in Australia for work who got a text also purporting to be from BNZ saying his account had been frozen. He clicked it. He entered his details, he lost $35,000. There was a Queenstown woman who got an alert saying that a new device had been added to her BNZ account. She clicked it, logged in with her bank password, lost $42,000. And then there was a couple who sold their Whangarei house three months ago. They saw a guy online claiming to be a broker for Citibank, offering Yorkshire Building Society bonds, paying 13.5% interest. And so they wired him $330,000. Now, on the back of this... Consumer New Zealand is now pushing for banks to refund these scam victims and everybody else who gets scammed because they say banks have deep pockets, and most of these people, if not all of them, do not have deep pockets. Here's the thing. There are already laws around what banks should and should not have to refund, right? Banks have to refund you if you didn't authorize the transaction, if it wasn't anything to do with you that this happened, right? So maybe you lose your wallet, some guy gets your credit card, uses the pay wave, you didn't authorize that. The bank will return that money. And presumably the same would happen with somebody actually genuinely hacking into your account through no fault of your own. You would get a refund. But you click a link, you insert your bank details, or you fall for a wild investment promise and you send your money to a Nigerian prince. You did authorize that transaction. No refund. Now, I know that the scammers are getting more and more sophisticated, so it's much, much easier to fall for, for, for what's going on, right? But how many times do we have to be told it is really simple? do not click on the link that is sent to you. If you are worried that it genuinely is something from your bank and they're actually trying to get a hold of you, then close that email or that text. Go to the bank's actual website. Log in there instead. And if they genuinely are trying to get a hold of you, they will let you know through the website. It is not complicated. If we start forcing banks to refund for a very few people, I guarantee you, it will increase their risky behaviour. Thirteen and a half thousand percent interest, thirteen and a half percent interest interest return on an investment from the UK sounds a little good to be true at the moment, right? So maybe you don't take the risk in case it's a scam. But if the bank has to refund that, if it is a scam, doesn't doesn't it make it much less risky for you? Yes, it does. I think Consumer New Zealand has got one point that banks should step up their security. For example, every transaction over, let's say, X amount should generate a text asking you to confirm that you really do want to send that money. If banks don't have that, they should. But forcing banks to refund people is forcing them to pay for mistakes that they are not making. And that is not fair. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 4pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.